1: Visit burna.com slash jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday and it's going to be a great hump day today, baby. Why? Oh, we have all kinds of debate recap from Zeldon taking Kathy Hochul out behind the woodshed and giving her a good spanking to Fetterman embarrassing himself. Oh, it's a night of Fetterman tonight. We have, oh well, more terrible news about diesel fuel. I'll get to that. It's not funny, but el- what else are we going to do but laugh as we go back to riding horses? We're going to talk about the FBI because more things have just come out about them. And surprise, surprise, it's not good. Trans kids, kids playing video games. Is it good or bad? The red tsunami. I have a personal story tonight. I've told before about Mike Pence, but apparently I promised it like a week ago and never told it. So I'll give you that. I'm also going to do something else for you tonight because I am such a good, nice person. One hour from now, because it's been a long time since I've done it, I will give out the burger recipe again. Someone has finally, uh, we wait until the requests have piled up so much, I will give you the greatest burger recipe you've ever had in your life one hour from now. What, Chris? Don't shake your head. But I want to begin here. (sighs) The proof is in the pudding. It's an old saying, right? I, I, no, it's not. I came up with that. The proof is in the pudding. Jesse Kelly just just said that. Anyway, remember how we talked about candy a little while ago? And, and we're talking about three musketeers, how it's always the last one left in the candy bowl. Why? Because it sucks. And you'll get people claim it doesn't suck, but it does suck because the proof is in the pudding. I will we'll have these neighborhood parties. This is going to tie into politics here in a moment. We'll have these neighborhood parties. And they're almost always, everyone brings a dish of something, right? Someone's always good. And there's never coordinated. Just bring whatever you want. Bring whatever you want. You know what I bring? If I'm left in charge of it or the wife calls on the way home from work, hey, don't forget to grab something at the party. You know what I'll get every time? I'll go to Little Caesars and I'll get a five, actually now $6, hot and ready pepperoni pizza. I'll get a couple of those and I'll bring them. And so everyone else shows up with all these homemade things and homemade dips and homemade barbecue and things like that. And I, because I'm white trash, I show up with two large Little Caesars pizzas. Ah, Jesse, you're so white trash. Jesse, that's embarrassing. Guess what the first thing eaten is every single time? The wife, um, she does cook very well, but she's also one of these health freaks. She always insists on bringing a veggie tray. Guess what never gets touched? Oh don't get me wrong. No one makes fun of her for it, and people will praise her. All oh, nice veggies. I've been eating healthier. We all have. And yet at the end of the party, all the veggies are there, all the little Caesars is gone. The proof is in the pudding. What's happening right now in blue places like New York, it's undeniable. It doesn't matter how many different media organizations and or communist groups, although those two things are oftentimes the same, doesn't matter how often and how loudly they lie about this or what people really want, or this is what people like or but Trump or January sixth or or abortion it doesn't matter what they say. The truth is the proof is in the pudding, and the truth is this: Democrats and Republicans do have something still in common. None of them want to live under Democrat rule. That's simply a fact. What Kathy Hochul said a bunch of stupid stuff last night, we'll get to that in a moment, but what Lee Zeldin said to Kathy Hochul here, there is no argument for it. The proof is in the pudding. My opponent still can't finish this sentence.
2: You can't expect her to ever fix it, but New York leads the entire nation in population loss because... She actually got asked this question by the media a few weeks ago when she was at Binghamton Airport. She probably would love to have a redo because she messed it up that time. For me, you ask me, why does New York lead the entire nation in population loss? Because their wallets, their safety, their freedom, and their quality of their kids' education are under attack. So they're hitting their breaking point. They're looking at other states like the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and elsewhere, and they feel like their money will go further, they'll feel safer, and they'll live life freer. The state is at a crossroads. We were at a crossroads in 1994. When New York elected George Pataki, and we're at a crossroads right now. But as far as what happens with Kathy Hochul and one-party rule for four more years, outsized power of self-described socialists, we need balance and common sense restored to Albany.
1: There is no argument for that. There's no argument against it. Why are people fleeing your state? And I say this, I thought it was one of the great lines I've ever heard in a debate because it hit home for me. Everyone everyone has things that, personal, that, that get personal for them. And that, that, that's more meaningful when you can personalize something. I've lived that. Remember, after I got done losing <laughs> two congressional races in Arizona, I moved to Washington, D.C. for a year. Worked for a political group there. And moving from Arizona to D.C. was one of the biggest culture shocks of my life. I was just stunned at how rude everyone was i was stunned that the homeless people and the crime were everywhere i'll never forget the first time i drove through washington dc and i didn't know northern dc was not an area you were supposed to go and i've told you this story before i got in a rental car because i was trying to find a cheap hotel booked it in northern dc i'm driving to the place i decide i'm going to swing in a gas station on the way there get some chips on the way to the hotel. Um, all the storefronts, they were all sheet metalled Just the gas station was open and there was a gang out in front of the gas station. The second I pulled up to the pump, they all started walking towards my car. I had to put it in drive and drive away, driving past ladies of the night where I eventually get to my hotel and there are cops driving around on segways around the parking lot to make sure no one gets shot or stabbed. You understand everyone doesn't live like that, right? I I just was shocked. And the day, I'll never forget the day came. The day where I made the final decision to move. I've told you this before. When I took my son, one of my sons, into Subway. We're just going into Subway to get a high-end cheesesteak. And we had to order our cheesesteaks. We not only had to order them through bulletproof glass. To give them the money or credit card, you had to put it on a, on a bulletproof glass turnstile. Turnstile, is that how you say that word, Chris? Anyway, and they turn it around and they take your card in cash and they, 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 they take it. Then they put your Subway sandwich on a turnstile through the bulletproof glass and flip it back around to hand it to you. And I walked out of that place thinking about my wife and my sons and where I lived. And I said to myself, man, I'm not doing it. It was so palpable for me. Things got that bad. It was so palpable, I quit my job without even a job prospect and just started driving across the country. I'm going to play it for you one more time because there is no argument for it. One thing every American has in common. Nothing unites us. Oh, actually, one thing does unite us. Nobody wants to live... Under Democrat policies, nobody.
2: My opponent still can't finish the sentence. You can't expect her to ever fix it. But New York leads the entire nation in population loss because
1: she actually got. It's a fact. They don't. They don't want to live surrounded by filth. They don't want to live in a place where violent animals. Are immediately let out of jail and now that is keep in mind the stated position of the Democrat par- party not just in New York coast to coast the stated position now is that criminals shouldn't be in jail again this was Well, listen,
2: you ask the will of the people, they want to see reform. Even Mayor Adams says that judges should have discretion away dangerousness. I don't think that if you're two Mexican cartel drug smugglers busted with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth, that you should just be instantly released on cashless bail. Now, Kathy Oakle supports Castle's Bail. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architect of Castle's Bail, Brian Benjamin. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make him the lieutenant governor. We need to repeal Castle's Bail. We need to repeal the Halt Act. Amend raise the age and less is more. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement. enforcement this is about all of us together republicans democrats independents as new yorkers to make sure our streets are safe again to make sure our subways are safe again this is our opportunity two weeks from tonight we can continue
1: Yeah, yeah yeah you get it the proof is in the pudding the truth is people don't want to live in new york now they don't want to live in new york because of democrats they don't want to live in new york because they don't feel safe Last time I was in New York, you remember I went up there, had to go up there for uh, Buck Sexton's engagement party and whatnot where I ordered the $75 tequila shots, but we're not going into that again right now. Last time I went up there, had to meet with one of the radio suits. He lives in New York. His wife wouldn't come into the city anymore. Lives in New York. Wife will not enter New York City anymore. People don't want to live under that. And so like I've said before, this is going to be a huge election in a couple weeks, but not for the same reason. You know how they say that every election. This is a huge election. This is a life-changing election. This election is going to be gigantic for a much different reason. You want to know what that reason is? I'll tell you in a second. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. That
3: way on honey drip. can't keep away.
1: Jesse Kelly show and oh boy do we have so much fun I can't wait to get to all the Fetterman stuff I'm going to get to the Fetterman stuff in a minute I just have a couple things couple other things I want to get through here really quickly first were talking about Lee Zeldin versus Kathy Hochul and 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 I said less than two weeks from now it's going to be the election as you know and that this is going to be a gigantic election, but not for the same reason everyone says every election's gigantic. every election's really important, and this election is very, very important. Don't get me wrong, all that stuff is true. But this election is going to be majorly important for a different reason. It's to take that for a second, put it in your back pocket. I've told you before about my second car. It would have been my first car, but the first car I bought it, and then I scratched my dad's truck and had to sell my first car. So my second car was a 1983 Honda Accord hatchback. Um, Yes, I fit in it. Yes, it had something like 200,000 miles on it, and I loved that car. But it was a 1983, and it had a bunch of miles on it, and so there were problems with it on occasion that's just inevitable it would stall out on me in the middle of the intersection I've told you that story before I've told you stories about well things would fall off of it just randomly they would fall off of it and that's generally not good we would always get it going again. Sometimes the only way to get it started was a push start. You kids these days who never had to drive a standard or a manual won't know what that is, but it's the greatest thing in the world. If your car dies, your battery dies, and you can't get it started, if you get a stick shift or a manual going fast enough and neutral, and then you get in and throw it in gear and pop the clutch, you'll start the car, baby. I was an expert on that. Me and my buddies pushing the old ghetto bird. That's what we called it through town. But. After minor repair and minor repair and minor repair on the Ghetto Bird, eventually it broke to the point where it was going to cost simply more than it was worth to fix it, and I had to let it go. And you got to understand, I loved that car. I had so many memories in that car, off-roading through the mountains and taking it camping. I just had so many memories in that car, and it hurt me, but at some point in time, I had to let it go. This election that's coming up, this is going to be the great sorting, the state version. Here's what I mean. When I say the great sorting, I've told you about the great sorting already before, but for those who are new, COVID was the great sorting for your friends and family members. And you should have treated it as such. And if you didn't, there's still time. That COVID family member of yours, your mom, sister, son, daughter, cousin, That COVID, that person, that family member of yours or friend who lost their mind during COVID, no, put on a mask, Nazi. No, you can't visit and dust. You've had 18 injections and wear a bodysuit. That person, as close as they may be to you, that's the one who's going to sell you out to the feds in half a heartbeat the second the FBI knocks. That's just simply who they are. It's their personality type. That was the great sorting. It was the great sorting when it came to Politicians and pundits you listen to for information and guidance on things. Oh, I know everybody's Johnny-come-lately now. I love freedom. Mask? What? Well, no, don't inject yourself with that. Who was saying that back when it was hard? The great sorting. But the election that's going to come up in less than two weeks from now, that's going to be the great sorting state version. You see, with the disaster that's happening right now, from local horrid levels of violent crime, to inflation, to gas prices, to the border, to to all the despicable LGBTQ demon mob stuff, to everything that's happening right now, it's obvious to everyone with half a brain. So this is what I'm going to tell you, and I understand this might hurt, but oftentimes, as always, the things that hurt the most are the most necessary things for you to hear. If New York doesn't go red now, New York's gone. Forever. It's now or never. It's the great sorting. And I I know that may be a gut punch, but deep down you know I'm right. And I've been saying this for a long time. Don't think this just applies to New York. I mean, California just got to experience this with the Gavin Newsom recall. No, he destroyed the state. He wrecked our kids. He did this. He did that. They have a big recall. Up, Gavin Newsom, right back to the governor's mansion. California's gone. It's gone. It's not coming back. There are places that are purple that can come back. There are places that are blue that can come back. And maybe, look, maybe that applies to New York. But in this election coming up, if the people in your state Still run to the polls and 51% of those people vote Democrat. It's gone and it's never coming back. It is the great sorting. Use this time. There's enough to feel bad about right now when it comes to everything else. There's enough to feel bad about. Take advantage Of the down times. Take advantage of them because they're revealing times. You find out that family member who you can trust. The friend you can trust. The neighbor you can trust. Employer you can trust. You find out if your state is salvageable. Is it? I don't know. But I'll tell you this. We're less than two weeks away from finding out that answer. Is your place salvageable? You're going to find out. And you're going to wake up after election day... And maybe you're going to say, nice, we have a chance. Or maybe you're going to say, man, it's gone. But it's going to be the great sorting. All right. I promised you a bunch of Fetterman stuff. And we're going to make fun of something Joe Biden said today. Before we get to that, violent crime's not going to disappear tomorrow. No matter who gets elected, violent crime's not disappearing tomorrow. In a nation where... Poverty is increasing. Mental health is increasing. Drugs are increasing. Violent crime is going to increase. That's simply inevitable. There's, there's very little you can do to stop it. All you can do is protect yourself. And hear me when I say this. All you can do is make sure the person you love the most protects themselves. It's why I'm in love with Hero Gun and the smaller Hero Arrow. Because it gives the person you love no excuse. If I go buy everyone I love a, a new handgun... I'm easily going to run into somebody. I don't do guns. I can't do that. A hero gun's a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls. There is no excuse at all. You know, it doesn't even require a concealed carry permit. Get the person you love a hero gun and or a hero arrow. Hero2020.com. Code Jesse gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Code Jesse. State restrictions may apply. Let's make fun of Fetterman next. And Dome.
3: lifelock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own join now and save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com news that's lifelock.com news to save up to 25 percent identity theft protection starts here
1: i keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Don't forget you can email the show, your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, because man alive Friday is coming. That can all be sent to Jesse at Jessikellyshow.com. We're only 30 minutes away from me once again giving out the greatest burger recipe in the history of the world. We have more people about to get fired at CNN, so that's hilarious. More horrible news from the FBI, trans stuff, video games, all kinds of stuff. But first, I made you a promise yesterday, and I'm a man of my word. So we're going to play some Fetterman clips. Now, I need to play one really quickly because I think it actually shows a big problem the Democratic Party has and possibly the Republican Party. I guess I haven't analyzed it from that angle. John Fetterman got up last night and he talked about an oil company and Dr. Oz and he said something. This is what he said. You know,
4: he has never met an an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about. He's never met an
1: oil company he doesn't swipe right about. You know what I just asked Chris and Michael during the break? Because I kept playing it, they put it on the sound list, and I was thinking, "What, what is he talking about?" And I asked them. I said, "What is swipe right?" And they explained to me there are apparently dating apps where if you uh, is it if you think the other person's hot or something, Chris, or like them or something. Okay, if you like the person you're looking at, you swipe right on your phone. Okay, I'm not 91. I'm 41. And I don't have any I didn't have any idea what that meant until about five minutes ago when Chris just told me that the Democratic Party has a problem, a huge problem. And I'm not sure they can overcome it because I'm not sure they're aware of it. And here's what I mean. We talk a lot about the bubble, about the bubble you're in. Well, here's the thing. Democrats. As they've become, as they've moved from being, you know, the working class party to the super rich urban elite party, what has happened is they've lost all touch with normal people. They just don't have any anything in common with normal people. They've become an online party. They've become a party that believes social media is real life. And they've become a party that believes the things they see on the news are real life and the things they learn in college is real life. Well, I have news for every single person listening. Uh, Social media is not real life. Most people aren't even on it. The things you learn in the university system are almost undoubtedly not real life. In fact, you're probably a moron when you graduate. You've got to go get life experience off of the manicured college campus. That's where you'll actually learn things. And what you see on the news is definitely not real life. But instead, you see, like Joe Biden just did this recently. I didn't play any of it for you because it's gross and I didn't want to look at it. They had some weird-looking turbo freak who now decided he wants to be a woman went and sat down with Joe Biden for a personal interview in the White House. Now, even if you're an LGBTQ Air Force activist, whatever you call yourself, You should be aware enough to know the optics of the president of the United States of America sitting down with the dude in a dress who thinks he's a woman looks awful to virtually everyone. It looks awful to everyone locally. It looks awful to everyone nationally. But yet, not only did they do it, they bragged about it from the White House. That is a party that is too online. That is a party that doesn't have any connection to normal people. No connection at all to normal people. And unless you connect with normal people, you can't see what you can't see. John Fetterman is a 50-some-year-old oaf running for senator in Pennsylvania. Who in the world told him what swiping right even is and why would he think uh, the vast majority of Pennsylvanians have any idea what that is. Yes, I'm sure younger ones do. I'm forty one. I didn't have a daggone clue. But because they have no window into the lives of normal people now, they can't speak to them. I For all my flaws and uh, and there are certainly there are certainly many. One of the great benefits I have, one of the reasons I think, maybe I'm wrong, but one of the reasons I think you enjoy the show as much as you very clearly do, it's because I sound like you. I talk the way you talk with friends and family. But why is that? Why does the show sound different than all the other shows? Why? Because I don't live in New York City. I don't live in a major media hub. I don't live in Washington, D.C., And when I spend my off time, I don't spend my off time with other political pundits on the left or the right. And I don't spend my off time with politicians. Yes, I go to various events and things like that. But you know what I'm doing when I wrap up the show tonight? This is for real. You know what I'm doing when I wrap up the show? Me and the fam, we're meeting for a late dinner at Red Lobster. That's where I'm going. Not a joke. It's what we're doing. And if I get home... And let's say tonight the wife wants to have a glass of wine or something like that and we get home. Obviously, I'll watch her drink that. I'll drink something high-end like Bud Heavy's or something like that. Maybe we'll feel like inviting friends over. The friends we'll invite over are construction guys, sales managers, one's a plumber. I hang with normal people. And if I hung with any of those people tonight, and I might after my delicious meal at Red Lobster... And I ask any one of them what swiping right means. Not a single one will have a clue. And yet this has become the messaging of the Democratic Party. You know, he
4: has never met an air, uh, uh, an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about.
1: It's become a party that is so deep in its own bubble, it's become a problem for them. Remember, it's a good life. Don't get me wrong. It's a good life if you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, you control every institution. You have have universal control of every institution in the country, from corporations to entertainment to politics to the administrative state, education. You own it all. You even own professional sports now. You own all of it. So that's good. woohoo! But the problem is this. If you're on the left, if you're one of the communists, you never, ever, ever encounter a normal person unless you actively seek them out. You're not going to stumble across one. I remember, I remember this during COVID. It hit me so hard. I watched, I believe she was with the New Yorker, but don't quote me on that because I forget her name. I think she was with the New Yorker. And I watched during COVID with all the lockdown and sanity and things like that. I watched this online journalist who clearly has spent far too much time in New York City and needs to get out to the countryside somewhere. I watched her say, I don't know why all these people are complaining about shutdowns and lockdowns. Just find a bodega that will deliver your groceries to you. You need to put down the internet and you need to go talk to normal people and find out how normal people live. But that's the Democratic Party. And you know what? In her defense, I can't believe I'm saying this. In her defense, how would she have any idea how that sounds? Because there's no connection at all. To normal people. I'm glad. I'm glad I live around normal people. And every single day I'm not at a, a new meeting with a bunch of different media personalities and politicians. Because then I'd have no perspective at all. All right. Let's get to some more Fetterman stuff. It was, whew, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life politically. I've never seen anything like it. We were laughing a little bit about it last night. I've never seen anything like it. It was awful. Before we get to that, let me get to this really quickly here. Uh, I've got some pretty dark stuff to say a little later on, probably halfway through next hour. Remember, I brought up the diesel fuel stuff, and I was talking to some buddies about that today, trying to get some better intelligence on that for you. I've got some down stuff to tell you about the economy and, and where we're heading. But do keep in mind, that's the most important time to give back. Don't stop giving back when things get down. And I realize there's only so much you can do, right? Money doesn't grow on trees, but Tunnel to Towers is out there taking care of widows and orphans in good times and bad. They're taking care of widows and orphans as we are commanded to do. They ask for 11 bucks a month. You can sign up to give automatically and you'll never know it has gone. 11 bucks a month takes care of widows and orphans. Go to T, the number 2T.org. Sign up to give 11 bucks a month automatically and never think about it again. All right. T2T.org. Let's make sure we never forget these people. We're not just going to toss aside first responder families, Gold Star families. T2T.org. All right. (laughs) First of all, what did Dome have to say about the debate? It
5: was a debate that the whole reason, literally, it was a debate. It was called a debate. I understand. Travel to the debate.
1: Do you think she's on drugs? Sometimes I wonder if she's not on drugs. All right, we're going to address John Fetterman and Dome next. Get the
3: cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday night. And I've asked this question before of Jill Biden. And I'm going to ask it again of Giselle Fetterman. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And I realize we all have mega flaws. Well, at least Chris does. And we're all imperfect. But how in the world could you allow the person you supposedly love to go up on stage and give the worst debate performance anyone has ever seen In history, you understand, understand this, wrap your mind around this. As an American, there's only been so many years of televised debating, right? This goes back to the Nixon thing where that all that, that was kind of our first televised debates back then, but there wasn't TV before that. You, an American citizen, you witnessed last night the worst television debate Perform worst television debate performance in the history of American television. You realize that's what you saw? Let me, I want you to think about something as I play this. What would you do if this was the person you love the most? And they had had a stroke, which strokes are terrible things, but this is the person you love the most and they're running for Senate and they were standing up on stage on television and you know it's going to be national television. And the person you love the most is answering
4: questions like this. He
5: has specifically said you have not paid your taxes and that you want to raise taxes on Americans. How do you respond?
4: Uh, absolutely, the Oz rule, of course he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them you know, buy their own homes. They, they for, didn't pay the bills and it got her paid and it has never been an issue in, in any of the campaign before. It was all about nonprofit. Or this. <laughs> Hi. Good night, everybody.
1: That's how he opened. I'm not making that up. That's not a joke. That's how Fetterman opened last night. <laughs> Hi. Good night, everybody. That was not him saying goodbye. That was the beginning. So how can you allow someone, how can you allow you, the, the person you love to talk like that? To be embarrassed like this
5: you're saying tonight that you support fracking that you've always supported fracking but there is that 2018 interview that you said quote i don't support fracking at all so how do you square the two oh
4: uh, I, I i do support fracking and i don't i don't i support fracking and i stand and i do support fracking
5: Okay, thank you, Mr. Fetterman. On I'm
1: to sorry, the- Lisa. Set Fetterman aside. I genuinely mean this. Let's set Fetterman aside because let's 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 just do the Fetterman's a career politician thing because he is. That's how he was groomed by his parents. He's been running for office and been in office forever, including mayor of a town that he destroyed in Pennsylvania. Let's okay, we got it. We got all that. Set all that aside. Fetterman has been working his way up to be a senator. He's now not going to be held back at all from being that senator. I've worked my way up from this to that, and now I'm going to be a senator. This is his crowning achievement, right? Because there's no way Lenny from of Mice and men of Mice and men is ever going to be president. So he's senator is going to be the cap for him. What's wrong with his wife? How long? How long would you let your wife, daughter, father, what How long would you let them stand on a debate stage and speak in this way before you walked out on the debate stage and said, sorry, we are done here. We're withdrawing from the race. We're going to go home and get rest and rehabilitation. How long would it last? Not very. I I think like I think about my folks, right? My folks aren't old, but they're getting older in their 60s now, right? That's, That's the way it is. And I think. If I was standing on the uh, on the side of the debate stage and I was watching my father do this, you would have seen Jesse Kelly on camera last night as I stormed up there.
5: You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh,
4: uh, I, I, I do support fracking.
1: How embarrassing for Giselle Fetterman. If you're listening right now, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. And then I see clown articles like this today. Fetterman's stroke sparks debate over what's seen as a disability. No, no, that it doesn't spark any kind of a debate at all. There's nothing to debate. You see the communists do this all the time whenever they're doing something terrible. Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a complicated issue. I I guess we can debate it. No, it's not complicated at all. A United States senator's job is to speak and listen to people speak. All these people do all day long when they're not blood sucking our tax dollars out of us. All they do all day long is sit in hearings. I know because I've been back to these hearings All day long. They are listening to witnesses. They are questioning witnesses. That is their entire job. Or and or they're negotiating with each other. John Fetterman is running for a job that will require him to be able to speak and understand people. I don't care whether it was a stroke, car accident, got hit in the head, did too many whippets. I don't know what the reason is, and I don't care. John Fetterman can't speak and can't understand when other people speak. Therefore, John Fetterman doesn't get to be a United States senator, and every single person involved in trying to make him a United States senator should be freaking ashamed of themselves. We did this with Joe Biden, too. You know, I haven't even even told you this. You know, I'm worried about Joe Biden's health, and I'm not just talking about his, his brain function going downhill. His brain function's gone downhill in two years. You can see it before your eyes. That's with the Democrat House and Senate. You understand what he's going to go through, his stress level with the Republican House and Senate? I'm worried it's going to kill him legitimately, and I know you don't like him. I don't like him either. I don't want anything any harm to come to the guy, but no one will step in. Definitely not his life. Definitely not his wife. Woo-hoo, sorry. Too busy on Air Force One. It's a good life being first lady. Congratulations, you're gonna kill your husband. Disgraceful. You should all be embarrassed. All right. You should also be embarrassed if you're still making the cheeseburgers you've always made. Because I'm about to teach you how to make the greatest cheeseburger in the world, step by step. And then we're going to go on to the trans kids stuff and the Daryl Brooks stuff. And Joe Biden said something dumb today. I know that's shocking. But you know what would be a good side with your Jesse Kelly burger? Two or three Biloxi shrimp. They, ha- they sell this uh, can of herbs and spices on the Biloxi shrimp uh, website, BiloxiShrimpCo.com. They sent me some of it. Get some of that. And cook those shrimp, saute them in butter and put some of that spice on there as a little three, a little three shrimp side for your Jesse Kelly burger. Congratulations. You just had the most American meal ever, and it would be delicious because it's American shrimp out of the Mississippi Gulf. Not Vietnam Communist shrimp, American shrimp delivered to your front door, outstanding prices. The owners, you'd be proud of them. American shrimp. Go to Co. dot com Promo code JESSE gets you 10% off your entire order. This will be the best shrimp you've ever eaten in your life. Biloxi Co. dot com Promo code JESSE. It's burger time, baby.